With business as usual disrupted by the pandemic, many organizations had to make quick decisions and pivot to new business models on the fly. Tech companies are no exception, and as they've adapted, they've also invested time and resources in the fight against COVID-19. Today in the Workday podcast, we're talking about how technology companies are moving forward through this crisis and making a positive impact along the way. I'm your host, Jeremiah Barba, and I'm joined by Eric Norin. Eric is Managing Director of Communications, Media, and Technology at Accenture. Thanks so much for joining me today, Eric. Thank you. Great to be here. Awesome. So before we dive in, could you tell us just a little bit about yourself and your background and your work in tech with Accenture? Yeah, I'm a Managing Director in our Communications, Media, and Technology practice. I'm based in New York, and I focus on finance transformation and digital transformation for our clients. So let's get started just by talking about what you're hearing from from tech company leaders about the impact of COVID-19 and especially how it varies uh, across the segments of the industry. Mm -hmm. Well, the crisis has impacted high tech companies in a couple of different ways. One, there's been demand disruption, there's been supply disruption and a workforce impact. So, and those are short-term and and mid-term in in terms of how they're going to manifest themselves. So, you know, we're seeing a, a short-term global demand for a lot of the products that that are in the space, and then you know the complexity of B two B product sales because of you know the impact on how demand is impacted because of social distance and and the way things are are working. Um, supply chains have been impacted, and because of you know closed plant closures and reduced capacities, and that has an impact on how to get products and services uh, to the right place at the right time. And uh, we're seeing really the the whole fast and massive shift to work from home. That's that's has been both a, a crisis and an opportunity for tech companies, right? You know, it's impacted the supply chain and the way to work, but it's also been an impact to to drive growth in cloud-based uh, technologies and uh, networking and communication technologies to be able to connect people during this time of crisis. We can see that. Things like physical goods like autos and consumer devices, and those are going to have a, a short-term downturn, you know, similar to like hospitality. There's just less consumption. But things that will drive long-term demand is, you know, cloud and mobility solutions are going to be sort of a long-term sustainable demand where we see things like, you know, communications and network equipment. You know, the we, we are, are, are in an age of going to 5G networks. Great, but that needs um, people that can work to set up those networks because of social distancing, the way in which those networks are set up are are just delayed and because of crew availability. So now we're, we're framing up opportunities for just other ways in which people from all over the world and businesses can be connected um, with uh, infrastructure and uh, so that they can watch more you know, uh, home entertainment as well as, as being uh, connected to work. Let's talk about the the quick change. So nearly every company had to pivot really quickly during the most intense time of the crisis. What are a few examples of tech companies in particular and and how they made those changes? Well, I'd say that the key change uh, or the response to this situation has been how, what we'll call it an elastic digital workforce, right? How you're able to take your workplace environment and extend it so that you're able to quickly scale and adapt to 
changing business needs, in this case, uh, another COVID crisis. So that requires putting the right tools in place so that leaders and and the workforce can continue to run the business and connect with their consumers and vendors and suppliers. And that requires a lot of collaboration with IT. Some of that has been in place. Some of it required extending a lot of the tools and collaboration so that you can get the workforce to be virtual, right? That's been uh, easy for some of the clients than, and companies that we've seen who are already uh, connected globally. And then some that were required to have a common global approach to, to getting the entire workforce in that, in that space you know, due to the reduction in travel. And then I'd say the other part of the change is really the, the, the culture that is being used um, in the transition, right? You know, how do you kind of enable your workforce to, to use the right equipment to support their needs? Not all the workforce has a laptop. So how do they get them out of the office and into being a work home for environment? How do you enable that quickly? How do they now have an, a, a work and space at home that allows them to connect so that had to be designing that and, and enabling that in a quick way. And then with all the security features that allow them to be able to work from home in a, in a secure way. And so that the, the culture of collaboration uh, between the business and IT and the workforce was uh, really important to, to pivot this, this critical time. Sure. It's interesting how some of these changes that may have been down the road in the future someday or may have just been tested or were or just a concept had become reality very quickly. So now for some good news, it, it's been inspiring to see tech companies really join the fight against COVID and use their their power for good and creative ways. Let's let's talk about a few examples of that that you've heard about. Well, we're seeing companies that have a let's say the ability to donate towards the the economic impact. So they're they're putting some cash into into the economy to help with that, and they're also using that as an opportunity to have employees uh, match some of those donations. Um, we've also seen a bunch of the companies actually, you know, donating funds that would be used for masks, in some cases up to tens of millions of masks and protective equipment. Um, more, uh, some companies are actually starting to manufacture PPE um, that is based on a surge request from the governments. It's not something that they normally do, but they ramped up their operations pretty quickly. And um, other companies are, are using new digital technologies to provide, you know, 3D printing resources, right? So that they can do hands-free door openers or mask adjusters or face shields or field ventilators and all this information that, and, and products that are needed that are as new to their services, but they have the engineering capabilities to make that happen based on the needs. And we also think it's interesting where you know, a, a tech company that can use its um, artificial intelligence platform to partner with multiple groups to accelerate the analysis of the genomic characteristics of, of COVID-19 so we can understand the, um, the, 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 the options for, for solving this, this crisis. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's encouraging for sure to see those type of examples. Thanks for sharing those. What do you think could be some of the the outcomes and reactions for technology companies post-COVID? In other words, things that are happening now that could stick in the future. Mm. Well, I think there's, from a commercial perspective, there's a, a view on short-term cost reduction and revenue enhancement. How do you manage through these uncertain times? And so I think this is an opportunity to really focus on how cloud transformation can drive you know, savings in IT and enable new capabilities. 
you know, how that there's a way to variableize the the cost structure. Uh, Companies have some variableized cost structures, but how to maximize that. And I think that's going to be a continued focus as well as scenario planning. Uh, It's not just about financial forecasting anymore. I think it's going to be now we need to now look at multiple scenarios, good and bad, right? So that we can understand the, the impact that these different downturns or volatility, if you will, will have on, on the company's performance. And I think the, you know, the digital supply chain, right? There's how do we look at demand planning differently and more in more sophisticated ways and, and really looking at how AI and other tools can help us really understand the patterns of demand so that we can be more cost effective in how we're serving customers. I'd say the final thing is that the, there's ways to accelerate transformation. There's parts where you know, maybe there's um, new ways of connecting with the customers, like you know, as a service models and subscription models and other ways that will allow customers to, to engage with, with customers in technology, particularly to, to have the ability to use services in a different way. And I think the other the other part is and reinvention is really a theme that comes out of this. Yes, it's a crisis, but also an opportunity to do things differently because there's a need potentially to, to, to look at ways in which innovation by cloud, software, platforms all coming together to enable a new business model for, for improved customer experience. So let's think practically for a second. What are a few uh, near-term tips that you'd have for listeners at technology companies as they look toward recovery? Well, we're, we're talking to a lot of our customers and clients and, and just weeks after winding down their operations, they're being asked to restart at an unprecedented rate, right? As the lockdown rules are gradually relaxed. So the challenge is, you know, complicated by, well, what's the uncertainty of the progression of COVID-19 and, and what are the social, political, fiscal actions it will drive? So it's, still going to be complicated. And I think that what we're seeing here is, you know, a need for companies to continue to build on the competencies that they wish they'd invested in before in this recovery. First, to be more digital, more data-driven, more in the cloud. Um, the second is, as I talked about before, is being more variable in their cost structures and agile. You know, how can they pivot, you know, between different ways of working during this time? And then third, to just drive stronger capabilities in e-commerce, but also in security. You know, in this time of more virtual and e-commerce-based transactions, security is, is, is absolutely critical. And so those, those three things are important to plan and execute on the recovery during this time. So a big part of recovery as we move forward is that return to work. And we're seeing it happen in different phases across the world in different areas what questions are, are technology companies in particular asking as they make their plans to return to the office? Mm-hmm. Well, I think there are five areas that they're focusing on. The first is putting people first, you know, um, looking at how they understand their employees and if they want to create a productive and inclusive, rewarding workplace for the long term, they have to understand what their employees need. The second is designing spaces that work, first that are safe, but it also gives them the confidence to return to work and to adjust to this new virtual, physical, hybrid way of working. Um, third is, is solving in phases. We don't think this is going to be a one-phase thing. This could be gradual. It might have multiple phases, and, and they have to rethink what that looks like and for what type of the workforce needs to be where at what time. The next would be like, 
how do you commit to that elastic cost structure? That's a key theme that we see in all of our our, our clients and operations here is, is that resilient cost management structure and, and really looking at the balance sheet and, and how you can say, well, all right, let's have this this plan and return to work in this hybrid environment to be prepared for different scenarios. And the last is, you know, get future ready. You know, the long-term success of reopening lies in, in building new capabilities. So adopting new technologies is going to help that. And the return to work is, is giving more visibility to how things can be different. And uh, everyone's learning from that and taking advantage of that. So one final question, just to, to bring it all together, what's that one, I like to say, uh, post-it note size takeaway that you would want a tech company leader to take away from our conversation today? I'd say the one word would be reinvention, taking this opportunity to, to think about that things are not going to be normal or normal the way we think of it, and just use the opportunity to to be different in, and, and, be, and look at different scenarios of what that reinvention could look like for a number of different stakeholders, the employees and their experience, the customers and their experience, and the suppliers and, and vendors that work with. How is that return to a new way of working be reinvented and used as an opportunity to, to be different uh, for a new and sustained way of, of working? Well, great. I just want to say thanks again, Eric, for being with us. Uh, it's been a great conversation. My pleasure. It's been great talking to you today. This has been the Workday Podcast with Eric Noren from Accenture. If you'd like to hear more, be sure to subscribe. I'm Jeremiah Barba, and thanks for listening.